It's Hanoon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of Foul Play. That's Fantasy Overwatch League Play. I am A. Smith, here with our new co-host. That is Lord Heebie-GB. <clears throat> How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, A. Smith. How are you? Well, I'm not doing as good as you because I did not win the Lord bet. And it's really, really sad. You slept on the Sombra. You slept uh, you, on the Sombra. You know what? I, I bet I okay. bet on Boston, and that was the mistake of the <laughs> lifetime. No one should bet on Boston, guys. Okay. Just don't. Just don't. Unless it's in football because for some reason they just win. Yeah, or the start of the season. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, usually they're coming out pretty hot there. It's nuts, man. But uh, Well, we're also pleased to announce, though, that we have irons in the fire about a new co-host. Man. And un- and unlike bare hands, ours are real irons in the real fire. Yeah, literal fire. Yeah, that's how we choose our new co-host. We write their names on irons and we toss them into the fire. And whoever emerges, there, um, yeah. There's also a branding here too. I mean, after that, you just—that's what you do with irons in the fire, right? You brand yeah. people. Okay, yeah. maybe we're going too far into this. I don't know. Hey, but you know what? New co-host probably next week. We'll see. It'll be fun. All right. We're going to kick it off with uh, the leaders and feeders section. Um, guess what? There are a lot of leaders and not so many feeders this week because that's how life works. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, also, we're not going to talk about uh, the maps that were missed by yeah. um, San Francisco and Houston. Look, that should have been a really big high-scoring game there. However, two of those maps were not there. So mm-hmm. we're just going to avoid that altogether. Uh, HeinNG.GG has addressed it. Um, they sent a big link in the deal saying they can't really do anything about it because of the API. So yeah. Blizzard gets and, together. Yeah. And if you're using the HeinNG.GG service and you want to voice what you want to say, I do believe there's like a discussion forum about it right now. So like, if mm-hmm. you want to be like... Do you have a, an idea of how you want to see things done in the future, how you want these things corrected? Um, then, yeah, go make your voice heard on that. And that'd be, they're giving you the avenue to use it. So if you want to use it, go ahead and do it. Exactly. Exactly. Speak your mind. This is a democracy or soulless democracy. I don't know. However, he's going to run it. I don't know. Yeah. But use it. All right. So we're going to kick it off with uh, the leaders for the support category. Um okay. I'll take the first one okay. because I just really like Ryu J Sexy. I mean Ryu J Hong. It should be Ryu J Sexy. That Twitter Ryu handle Ryu is just Hong, sure. really good. Really good Twitter handle. Look, mm-hmm. kick that off. Uh, best 194.65 combined 321.22. That's best overall. Period. Just just best overall. Just can't killed it. Um, J Hong's back. Maybe Soul looks good. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic here about about Seoul about the the Jaehong. I think he's still starting. I don't see um, highly is the the replacement, but I don't mm-hmm. see him taking over. I think Jaehong's still there. 
So that that brings good news, especially to my fantasy teams that have Jay Hong. <laughs> Rest assured, he is the starter until Soul does something that Soul normally does and just throws Jay Hong on, you know, main tank. Whatever. Right. We all have our scars from our soul experiences for sure. But um, I mean, Soul did the A and B team thing this week again, but Jay Hong was a mainstay. Didn't leave the stage. Um, so that's one star in his sticker book. But the second one is that Jay Hong's back on Anna. Yeah. When a lot of teams are making this Sombra switch, Diva is out of the picture in your team comp, meaning that biotic grenades and even just your standard fire is no longer being defense matrixed. Which means, so like, <laughs> um, 75% of stats are made up, so the 80% more of your sleep darts are going to be hitting. Um, and, yeah, Jaehong is being able to use his best hero. And also, this is kind of a proving point that Anna will be getting good fantasy stats. Even if, like, he's probably going to be switching back and forth between the Zen. Transcendence is getting you a ton of fantasy points, but it sounds like that Anna is doing uh, just as good. Or, like, maybe is slightly behind keeping you a, a good high-scoring player. I wonder how they... Do they adjust with the healing, um, biotic grenade healing? Are they adding those stats? They're I adding the assume, splash healing. Yeah, and well, then, but I'm, I'm assuming, like, the... Uh, you know, because it's increased healing mm -hmm. for while they have the duration. Yep. So that... I'm assuming that... I mean, that's super boosted healing per exactly. grenade, so it could really, really help. Yeah, it's good. the The only change that I could I could see was like the change forever ago, where Anna no longer can pre heal. Um, like when you're pre healing, you just statistically be getting more heals in because some of your darts are no longer doing any healing now because they're hitting full HP targets. So you're losing like a tiny bit, but that's the only uh, like mechanic change to Anna that I could see changing fantasy points wise. Um, but for the number two support, yeah, for the number two support, I'm going to say uh, Luffy, Luffy, um, not sure which one, only played one game, so no great combined stats, but losing and getting second place overall with 194.49 points. Yes, that is uh, that is 16 points underneath Ryu Jaehan. Not 16, point 16 points. Um, Luffy getting robbed of his... Uh, probably his first time ever, first overall fantasy pick. Um, unfortunate for him, but he, uh, I mean, he popped up. Shanghai, they're good. Uh, news alert, they're at least top six, if not top five. Um, and they're going to be earning a lot of points, especially this week, which we'll be talking about uh, upcoming. I, I agree with you. Luffy tore it up. Shanghai did really, really well. Mm -hmm. Overall, it was a good, good match there for them. Um, I mean, I think Luffy may have had a number one overall through this season. I believe there was one week that he did. Don't quote me on that, but he was he was up there a, a yeah. one or two times the, throughout the season. So yeah, yeah. he has the and, potential, man. And calling the Shanghai fortune tellers—they've been running this Sunbrook comp since like stage one. So they got they got the reps in, and so Luffy knows how to play flex support around the Sunbrook comp. And evidenced by number two overall uh, by point sixteen points, unfortunately. That's fair. All right. Well, I'll take number three here. Um, that's, that's Dogman. He's been on here so often. Is he still just a leader? I mean, is is it is it even surprising anymore that Dogman's leading? Um, look, one seventy two point nine four in best, three forty two point four five in combined. 
uh, that is that's number one overall in combined, I believe. Yes, that um, is number one. Yeah. And in support, that's somewhere in the top four. Top 10. Top, yeah, I think it's like number four. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Maybe five. Uh, but hey, look, Dogman continues to get you points. He is now a bona fide support one in my cat in my books. Mm-hmm. Um, for so I, there's nothing really to say here other than uh, let's let's stop being surprised. Dogman's here because he's here <laughs> and he seems like he's here to stay. That's and uh, that is that's something that warms my heart. A great American support. So Team USA could consider using him instead of Rockus or Sleepy. Just That's saying, true. just putting it out there. Okay, since we brought up Team USA, how in the world did Arrow get picked over Depay this year? I uh, am so frustrated. Depay, number four I, team in the league, has been on an ever-upwards trajectory since stage one of season one, okay? The, like, this guy has not slowed down. I am unbelievable, voters. Uh, wow, America gets a vote wrong again. <laughs> Who knew? Anyway, um, oh. I'll take... <laughs> I will take oh. the tank cat why don't i take tank category and you take dps category Sounds just good? do it yeah there's two and two okay. i like it cool so for tanks number one in the best category we had hotba and number two in tank category we had daco so again this is like shock houston and a couple of teams are both sorry a couple of their teams are both exempt from this scoring platform because we missed some maps but uh now we get to highlight a couple of players we don't normally do um, Hotba didn't feed. Well, in fantasy points, he didn't feed. Uh, getting 145.90. <laughs> very, like, good score. Uh, pretty average, though. Like, you're not breaking into that 150, 160 that flex tanks can really do. I, I feel like we are really getting robbed of our, like, top scoring flex tanks because of the, uh, the mass switch. But another thing is, we're getting robbed of our flex tank points because of the Sombra meta. Like, Especially since a lot of these DPS players have been in favor of playing Sombra over the Flex Tank players. Like, for example, we have uh, we have Dante coming in for Cool Matt, which Cool Matt wasn't scoring that big, but th- that's one example. We have Sabi Elbe right. coming in for Mecco, which is probably the biggest one. And then uh, Shanghai doesn't even play a Flex Tank player like for the entirety of their season. So, for ex- uh, I would be wary about some of the Flex Tanks you own. Um, just be making sure that they're staying in the rotation. Be keep your eye on them this week. Uh, week three is kind of where the meta starts to solidify a bit. Uh, I would keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. The other tank we had in this category was Daco with one forty point six four, but his combined was two fifty eight point zero zero, which means that he got like, um, yeah, a really incredible two two games to to add up to that score. So anyway, tanks. We kind of missed a couple, but just be wary of your tank players. Like this is a this is a spot you got to watch. Uh, Ace Month Bunny hit us up with those DPS. All yeah. right, man, let's take it. Look, uh, we're kicking off with Baby Bay. I think he was here last week too, so uh, no surprise again. Somehow Atlanta just keeps getting those points. Is Atlanta the new Valiant? I'm not sure, but I'm starting <laughs> to think they are. They just well, Atlanta's get good points. though. Well, okay, that's that's fair. But Valiant was la- la- like last season Valiant, like you know. Okay, anyways, Baby Bay one fifty eight point nine three. That's sixth in best, but he put up three fifteen point seven nine. That's number one in combined. Look, Baby Bay was consistent. Um, that's what these numbers ring. Basically, 
scored the exact same number, the exact same score in both matches, um, which is good good to see because I like consistency in my DPS players. I like well, I like consistency in all of my players. If you're going to be <laughs> honest here, but uh, um, that, that shows something good. Uh, Baby Bay is going to continue to rack in the points here. Um, I really like their next matchup. So uh, that that's something to throw in there. Um, Munchkin is second here. Uh, he put up 180, 89.81. That's first in best. And they put up 240.34. That's 10th in combined. Um, Munchkin had a really, really good one game. And then the second game, I think they did. They do some substituting in the yeah. second game. Is that what happened? Okay, he played, so I think, one map. Uh, yeah, out of the four, so yeah, so we really got robbed, is what we're saying. If mm-hmm. if you were if you were wanting to play Munchkin and combined score, exactly. you got robbed of your full account. But hey, when he plays, he plays and he scores. And uh, like we were saying, I mean, this has been a lot of uh, a lot of Atlanta and a lot of um, Seoul this week in the leaders. And so it's it's happy. I'm happy to see it because I actually enjoy both of those teams. Um, That's true. Mostly Atlanta because I don't know. I just like the smack talk. I like the the vibe they give off. It's just a mm-hmm. fun vibe. So I, I don't know. They're like they're like the much better version of the Outlaws in my in my take. <laughs> so well, is not here to fight it. So I yeah. like it. <laughs> um, so hey man, that's 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 how it works. So uh, we're yeah. gonna kick it off with the feeders here. Um, I how about I take support you tank tank and then we can rock paper scissors for a deep no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'll t- i'll take the dps so uh we'll kick it off with sleepy on support uh put up 127.13 um sleepy was the big point getter when he was playing for san francisco however washington is still not good in fact they are very bad still and Sleepy has not changed that. He's still getting points, but he's just not getting the points you're going to expect out of what yeah. Sleepy used to. Uh, he doesn't have the supporting cast. Mainly, he doesn't have the main tank there to help him because he's always dead. Well, that's what I was going to say, is that yeah. Janice gets deleted, but if Janice is the dead. first one to die, Sleepy is the second one to die <laughs> in, in these Justice games. And I don't know if that's bad peel from the main support, hashtag play Fozix. Uh, but I, I, I like it. yeah i don't agree with that at all either that was pandering um but I, <laughs> um sleepy's dying very quickly in these fights um we know he's an aggro zen this guy likes getting those kills um but if there's not a big shield in front of him he's yeah. got nowhere to turn around to hope so i mean i mean uh, if, if if i were the other team i would aim for your main your flex a second <laughs> once the main tank's dead go for that flex support because then you take out healing damage combo come on man i mean that just that's that's just what you want to do there. I mean, th- I mean, you know, if if I am writing the script, kill main. If the main tank's always dead first, and you don't even have to try to kill him, go for that Metflex support, and then the rest of the team's just there to die. Especially in the meta we're at right now, it's not like there's a widow that's just like can can you know take three headshots and 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 level the match real quick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why don't you go with the tank? Show us who it is. Tell sure. us. Uh, in a newspaper headline that you hear every single week, uh, main tank fails to break the 100 points of the GOATS meta yet again. Uh, gesture, feeding, what do you know? Um, dude can't adapt to GOATS meta. Guy was unreal on Arissa, Winston, even Ryan when it was a 2-2-2, when he had, uh, 
when he had Fury playing that, sorry, I had to back him up. But when they are playing this tank meta, Jester just cannot seem to get up there. He's had um, weeks where he breaks that, uh, even that one, I think, 140, 150 mark. But mm -hmm. this week, only scoring 96.46 points, not breaking the 100. Um, London is will forever be that just frustrating underperforming team until they explode and i think uh in fantasy points that is terrible <laughs> you don't score points when they explode you're only winning for that consistency point so if you're a london fan don't worry they'll clutch it in playoffs if you are a london fan who owns them in fantasy um i don't know pick out what you want carved on your tombstone because you're not winning your league bedosin maybe and then maybe profit or probably are only two that yeah well, get you somewhat decent, but it's still uh, Fury. not. Fury is still scoring uh, good points, but okay, consistent points know. at the very least. Yeah, um, it's, it's also he's consistently like a tank too. Mm -hmm. I think if Overwatch League expands their stats page, I think uh, Ultimate's negated being like a fifty-point like score would be oh, awesome. That'd be, that'd, be uh, nice. that'd be really cool to see if we had like some uh, more details. Today, so but... what you're saying is diva basically every time all diva players get extra points for that, then then yeah. you're going to have a bigger despair, big gap. Maybe yeah, yeah damage block anyways. Exactly. Uh, damage right. blocked. We could even hit like critical hit. Anyway, so I'm actually going to steal <laughs> this DPS category from oh, you because oh, come on. That's my guy. I, That's I my guy. I, okay, well, before, then if you're allowed to do it, I want to explain kind of these stats uh, in okay. a disparity way. Go, so, go ahead, and I'll have leaders, to erase everything you're going to say here, but go ahead. Sure, no problem. <laughs> in the leaders section, we had Munchkin with a best score of 189.81. Mm -hmm. um, that means he's playing Brig the majority of the time. Uh, yes. However, a lot of this, this stage comes down to maps. Um, Numbani, you're playing Farah on attack. That is mm -hmm. a big point getter. Um, on uh, like, I don't think Anubis is in the pool, but some of these two CPs, you are getting Junkrat in that play. That's Unreal. True. Munchkin is a good player on both of those things. He's going to be scoring a lot of points when he's not just stuck to Brig. Um, Can Zachary, we get rid of Brig? Delete yeah, Brig? Hashtag uh, delete Brig? Yeah, just delete Brig. Zachary, uh, did not have the chance to flex. Um, dude just played Brig. Um, so continue. I mean, it doesn't help that we got four out. So yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? And then who? We only played one that map that week, right? No, we played two. You played two. We you played two. Roughly the same points. It was three one and then four zero. Oh. So we got we got um yeah, it was fun. So uh, good week to be Dallas fan. Good week not. <laughs> so um, in Arrow we trust maybe. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not a big fan. We were talking about it. D-Pay for Team USA, but, you know, what are we going to do? Um, Zachary bombed it. 104.41 in best. Uh, 199.84 in combined. Didn't even touch 100 in the second, in the game they got 4-0'd. So, uh, yeah, when Dallas loses, they lose big. That's what we do. When, when, when we lose, we lose hard, and when we win, we win good. Uh, for yeah. some reason... We can't figure it out. We can't make like a balance five mappers. So mm -hmm. that's something to watch with Dallas because I haven't noticed us Dallas going to many five mappers. We just mm -hmm. either fall apart or we just roll them. So yeah. seems like maybe they're like emotional. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe I think that is uh, an easily seen truth if you look at the stage. But which is really <laughs> ironic that they got the first homestand. Like of course those players were going to dominate with that, right? Like they're exactly the players that get fueled with that. 
uh, fuel pun did not you, intended. Did you do that? I was I like, know. I was like, come on. Yeah. Um, oh, it was real bad. But and that's gonna, that's gonna be a fun thing to see how home stands go in the future because mm-hmm. I mean, in general, home games teams. I, I wonder how much of a home home field advantage there's gonna be every. I mean, next season is gonna be the season to watch where we see. Okay, well, is this home? You know, is there a home? Home? I mean, I, I'm just I'm gonna watch the percentages next year of home wins versus away wins, and if yeah. it's like other sports, which, I mean, other sports, there's a big discrepancy. Typically, um, you win a for lot home, more home yeah. games than away games. That's just the way it is. And for different reasons, I I think like my um, I'll give my two cents because this is my only platform that people will listen to in terms of Overwatch podcasting. Uh, when we hit home games, I I these players are so young. Like 18 is like by far the vast majority of the age. And these guys have not grown up playing like the top of the line high school play. They've not been like uh, getting into the college before they get into pro league. Like they haven't played in front of these fans. This is the first time they're experiencing it. If, um, and even if it's not, they haven't had like a full year of playing in front of like a expansive crowd. So one, I think it's going to affect a lot. The thing that I think will take away from the effect is, man, it's going to be crowd dependent. Like, who knows? I mean, we saw some pictures from the Chinese like fan bases showing up. Mm-hmm. Guangzhou filled like a flipping like first floor of a mall. Like, they, um, from someone who's been to Guangzhou, that place is awesome. Yeah, so I, I, the people are amazing. I'm. I'm like uh for for the chinese fans are going to show up and it's going to be awesome the the korean fans are going to show up can you imagine that soul game oh. the the soul, soul home stand that's going to be crazy it's going to be awesome uh but will london i don't know they're good but do you think their fans are going to show up in, in, in i think droves? they will i, I think they I will sure hope so i hope it I affects but like uh Paris that's one of the coin flip spots for me Paris will, uh, they will be booing their own team. But anyway. Ah, oh, uh, come on. <laughs> They're going to be singing the uh, the national anthem. That's what yeah, they do in Paris. That's, that's and, and carry baguettes and, and uh, wear... F- no, I don't know what those hats are Man, called. Man, I love stereotypes. All right. Uh, hey, that's, that's how we got to go, right? That, but hey, they... I, if you watch the Paris match, uh, or the yeah, World Cup, they actually right. had baguettes there. So, I mean... Yeah. They were filling their own stereotype. What do you do? I don't know. When people play into <laughs> it. it. All right, we're going to go with this. We're just going to move on to the schedule here. We're, we are spiraling out of control mm-hmm. here. So uh, we're going to lead. Go tell, we're going to tell here. We're not going to go through every individual match. We're going to name the teams that play twice, the teams that play once, and then the teams that don't, don't play at all. Spoiler alert, no teams don't play at all because I guess we're all gearing up for home homestand where like half the teams don't play. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that works. So I'll read off teams that play twice. That is the Houston Outlaws, the San Francisco Shock, the Dallas Fuel, the Boston Uprising, Hangzhou Spark, Vancouver Titans, Paris Eternal, Chengdu Hunters, Shanghai Dragons, London Spitfire, Los Angeles Valiant and Florida Mayhem all play twice. That means playing once. That's the Atlanta Rain, Los Angeles Gladiators, Philly Fusion, the Washington Justice, Seoul Dynasty, New York Excelsior. Oh, that one's so much fun. I'm just going to say New NYXL. It's just way much better to say. Uh, Toronto Defiant, Guangzhou Charge, and that is it. So every team playing, those teams are playing twice, some are playing once. 
I just love the teams that play twice because you get a mulligan in best. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, okay, you know what? We, we screwed up that one. Let's just do better next game. Mm-hmm. So it helps from my stats. But uh, we'll go over the potential five mappers. Why don't you take three of them? Okay, sure. Um, well, the first one I want to talk about is Paris-Houston. Um, okay. This is probably Houston's most challenging game, uh, apart from the Toronto game. I think the Toronto game will be more challenging, but um, Paris is struggling to make a name for themselves again. They want to be known. Um, shutting down a streak is one way to do that. But on the other hand, Houston is on a hot streak. Um, Paris they did beat showed- San Francisco. Yeah, that's a real big hot streak. Um, the only thing is, I Paris, I think Houston's going to win in a major way, so I probably wouldn't be playing Paris players. Um, I think Houston's going to win. Paris does not look like they know what to do against the Sombra. Um, they, like, they just know. Uh, I would be playing Houston players over top of the Paris players. Um, second game I want to talk about is Dallas-Shanghai. These are two teams that are decidedly within that like top uh, seven or eight at least. Um, well, I think Dallas is still in there. I, this is probably that placement game. I think if this game is close, you're like Dallas and Shanghai is is in that top that top decision. Um, both of these teams seem to score well when they're doing well, and I think this is going to be a close game. I I know that this Dallas is the infamous if we lose we lose o four. Um, but I don't think Shanghai has the ability to beat Dallas 04. So I see this game going uh, on a long run. Okay, so I mistyped. Dallas is not playing Shanghai. Oh, well, shucks. Did, did, did I? Did, no, oh, did, they did play Spark. They play oh, Spark. Okay. Are you talking about Spark? Yeah, well, hey, same thing. Okay. <laughs> All of that, but not Shanghai. Okay, I was like, I was like, okay. I was like we played Shanghai twice once. So I know we don't play them again. All right, cool. That's true. So, so the spark. I, I mean, I'm I'm the Dallas doubter here right now because we just sucked, <laughs> and we don't go to five maps. That's just not what we do. Sure. Unfortunately, I am down in the dumps, and I think Spark's gonna five o four five o s. But that's just Ooh. me. I I my heart is broken right now, and I'm in pieces. So. <sighs> Anyways, I but I can I can follow the logic that actually could be a five mapper uh, if Dallas plays well and they fix what they did wrong and then the spark plays how they normally play. I think it could be a five mapper. So admittedly, I thought it was against Shanghai, but I guess the stats would sort of be the same. Um, yeah, basically, that it actually would average out. They're both uh, they're both playoff uh, French teams right now. I think Dallas with the loss, Dallas just dropped out of. Overall playoffs, uh, the sixth seed and Hongja, uh, the Spark took that spot. So, I mean, they're right there. And if you're looking at, uh, you know, overall rank, absolutely. So, so we'll take it from there. All right, all right. Who's your third team? Which one's your third one? Uh, I'm gonna talk about my uh, my boys in purple. Uh, the Gladiators have a we have a hard hard stage. Um, that is evidenced by Vancouver twice. Uh, but that is also evidenced by our match versus Shanghai this week. Um, Shanghai, like I said, is in that top five easy. I think it goes like the big three, then Gladiator Shanghai. Shanghai is playing incredibly well, uh, just demolishing easily the most improved team, as, as we have said from season one, mm-hmm. obviously. But 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Gladiators no slouch. I love the changes they're making. I'm Canadian, so I'm a huge fan of the Sure Four seeing the stage 100% of the time. Um, second that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Canadian, and I second that. You still second that, yeah. Uh, side note, I think that is a lot of, like, just in terms of experience, um, and in terms of what kind of heroes you play, like, I think that projectile players are a lot more of these playmaking players when there's a break as a positioning tempo-based DPS. Not DPS. Oh, God. I, I did the cardinal sin, like called Yikes, Brigadier man. DPS. Um, anyway, Gladiator vs. Shanghai should be a good match. We have such a hard schedule that I don't think that we can, like, that Gladiators will be taking any match lightly, and Shanghai will, like, be hungry to beat the teams above them. And so this will be a well-prepped for match, and I don't see either team sweeping in any direction. I'm not sure I see a game five, but I do see a very close 3-1 for the Gladiators. Okay, okay. I, I can follow that. I've got a question for you. How did you become a Gladiators fan when you're Canadian? You couldn't um, take Vancouver or Toronto? Well, I mean, I've been watching since season one. That's, and fair, so that's fair. I didn't have that option in season one. So, I you chose Vancouver like... before the season two started, so uh, that's my number two team. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I excellent. Mean, um, I mean, if you're there, I mean, I mean, you could do, you could always pull a Blevins and just blindly switch your loyalties because that's, that's what he true. did. Yeah, I mean, true. just the New York, Toronto switching. <laughs> that's exactly what he did. I do live in the states now, so I'm still holding out hope for that Chicago sure. team that sure. uh, will never come. But uh, glad to see. I mean, I followed sure for, and I just really like their style when they came out and beat london in the preseason with triple dps i was like all right great well i'm sold well that's why chengdu is my number two because i freaking dig their style and my sister's chinese and i've been to china so that's it i love china and um yeah i mean so we're both evidence that the home teams works that's it i mean well dallas is my home team there so i right so twice that's it man (laughs) all right cool so uh i'll take the other two that's soul and spark um look they're both teams right now that are fringing on playoff spots uh they're both contenders there um soul doing they're having to work a little harder i think their schedule right i think their stats let's see overall playoffs um yeah soul is uh, one game behind, I think. Actually, they're half game behind. Um, you want to know half half games work? That's because they played one more match than the other team. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, a win here that puts that puts them over the top, and they would be in the the sixth seed. So that's fun. Um, look, I I think they're both right there. I, this game's going to go back and forth uh, as long as Soul plays their A team. I, I think I'm actually going to take Soul here. They've looked so, so good. Oh, what the uh, hell? They are. From a fantasy perspective, they're scary. Oh, Monday Night Raw is here tonight. <laughs> You're not wrong. No Just play for UJ Sexy and Damn, get you I some points go, because but... this should go to five. It should be oh, a blow for blow match, and that's what we want. We are going. Um, are all right, serious? I'll take the next one Atlanta, Philly. Right um, <laughs> well, for being honest, this was like the weakest yes, like, potential sir. map fiver. Like, I, this I, is the could be or map five. Like, I, I really don't know who shows up. They barely beat Boston. Yeah. Philly but... barely beat Boston. They did take a map off the Gladiators, so. Come on, come on. You know, I just I can't buy into Philly anymore. I mean, until we get a hit scan playing, until I can see Carpe do Carpe things, mm-hmm. until I can see Fraggy. 
I just, I, or, or just not Sato, I don't care who it is. Play Dogman. Or not Dogman, they have Elk. Play Elk. Well, he's in Karate, so probably not. Oh, that's fair. But you know what I'm saying? Like, just play some. Sato is like, he is just not, not, not pulling it together, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Carpe not knowing when to bubble. Like, like, um, I don't know if it's EQO not knowing when to take aggro as Brig when Ryan starts getting weak. Because if you watch like good matching Rascal Sureford, like these good yeah. Brigs, as soon as Ryan has no bubble and is in trouble, that Brig is the front line. Like they are sweeping in and taking that. And I don't know if like philly is like maybe eql's flanking and trying to get kills who knows but um, i don't know what they're doing but they look discombobulated question do you play any philly players even if uh, it's in like the top like high scoring like do you play carpe boombox or or poco i mean you because gotta play boombox you gotta play boombox he's a okay. he's a he's a flex dps or flex mm-hmm. not flex <laughs> basically flex dps he's a flex support yeah, exactly. um and he's you know the, they get points so you've mm-hmm. got to play him Poco is a uh, he's a coin flip. He did he, he, X in my book. I mean, he did terrible last week, but he didn't do quite as bad this week. So, and if he's so, got a map five, that'll be that'll be big. Yeah, and I mean, well, are they playing anybody? No, they're just playing Atlanta, so they're only playing one map. So, I, you know, if you've got them and you don't have any better options, you got to roll. You got to roll a dice, especially with the possibility of them playing. You know, they're playing Atlanta and going to game five. Atlanta's a middle of the road high middle of the road team whereas philly's probably a low middle of the road team so um you know there's there is a chance that atlanta doesn't bring their a game and if they don't bring their a game and philly does philly wins so mm-hmm. um you i think you're gonna roll them out this week but this cool. is one of those weeks that you would as opposed to you watch another week where they play like vancouver in london or something and they're just gonna get trashed so mm-hmm. Fair enough there. Uh, potential oofs. I'll take two, you take one. Okay, well, I'll give you the easy double jointer then. Okay, uh, cool. Shock Boston. Uh, one team is <laughs> super good. One team is not. That is terrible for fantasy points. Do mm-hmm. uh, Shock Boston is a certified Blevins Statboy 5-0. Um, I would not play... Man... I own Aim God and have been I have been hurt. I have been so hurt by Boston. Um and that was that was frustrating. So I'm not playing any Boston players if I can, even though they've been showing these like heavy DPS looks on on control maps. Like Blase has been playing the Tracer, the Pharah, or actually Color Hex is usually playing the Pharah, but like man, even then I'm staying away from Boston players. But they're playing Paris also. Is that a game that I, I look at and you're like, maybe? Man, from what we've seen, two weak teams hitting each other also doesn't give that many points. Okay, so let me, let me play just... devil's advocate here, UBGB. Shock lost to Houston. Okay, but they're not going to lose to Boston, Aesmith. I, I mean, you're fair. Fair, but I mean, you know, there, there are people that have questions now about Shock. I mean, you lose to Houston, who literally law didn't win a single map in one of the stages. Or not? They didn't win. They won a map, but they didn't win a single game. And then one of the in was it stage one? They didn't win a single game. I mean, it was just terrible. So, has, are we saying Houston just flipped it all around, or maybe there's a little decline on on shock? Who knows? All right. Well, if you're in my league, put those shock players on that mean, free market, and I mean, uh, I'll swoop to, on in. To be fair, uh, probably not going to happen. Because uh, shock players, I, I, if they were taking a decline, that'd be better for their stats. 
because they would be you know like like you don't More want competitive games yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> you're like look at vancouver over here which their players are all amazing but hey when you 4-0 everybody it's just hard to get stats it's true so um all right i'll take uh dallas and Chengdu. we just saw it my heart was broken we lost 4-0 dizzlers are deservedly so um, if we can figure something out, then maybe not. But we literally just saw this, and we saw how this game goes. I, I maybe for Arrow puts the new game plan together and they figure something out. Maybe Zachary stops playing. I don't know. Uh, you know, I just, I, I, I'm not a big Zachary fan. I. Me neither. But I don't think it's what they're gonna do. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not what they're gonna do. We know Zachary's there is just anyways we saw this game it's a four it was a four last time therefore you have to put it in your potential oofs because it could be another potential oof because it just happened True. so the other one is going to be uh, Chengdu Vancouver and sorry folks that is an oof the other way as much <laughs> as I love my Chengdu they are going to be Cheng don't here yeah. um, oh, that was such a bad pun I apologize that was that was bad. Oh, I feel Look, like a good episode title already. There um, we go. Hey, yeah, Vancouver. You hey, slash Vancouver is good. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's what that's what's gonna happen. Vancouver's gonna crush him. There's a possibility they decide to go all wrecking ball and crazy and maybe pull something off, but it's it's it, the 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 stats are not in your favor. There's a chance that like repel and um oh valid. Gosh. Like, uh, ooh, yeah, what's the DPS about? player that I'm blanking on? He's uh, unreal. Oh, uh, Stitch? Sure, Stitch. There's a chance, well, there's a chance we see Hexall Genji as well, but there's a chance we see Stitch and Rappel in the lineup for Vancouver. Like, this is going to be a walk in the park. But anyway. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. So, those are, those are our, those are our oofs, and, um, yeah, I would stay away from all of those games. So, newsflash, stay away from Chengdu this week sure. because they're in both of them. Um, all right, look, sleepers, and that's what we got, sleepers of the week. You know what I haven't been doing? I'm going to apologize. I have not been calling you GBGB. So, I'm going to have to throw it out there because you kicked my butt and Color Hex just let me down in a big way. Boston's <laughs> <Whoa, laughs> so, bad. Hey, you know, you're not wrong, but hey, I beat you in the other two, and that's where we're going to lead off because in this week whoever wins the last one wins this one and um you know as much as i said stay away from chengdu i'm gonna have to take kayo here because he's a flex support and people are probably or people are probably mortgaging this guy because he doesn't get you he's like not a high-end flex support but he's still better he's still better than the main supports like and here's the deal. If Dallas does somehow get it together and Chengdu does somehow pull off a map win against Vancouver, you're going to get a lot of points or a decent amount of points compared to any any main support. So I'm going to roll with Kayo here. Um, it's just my that's my uh, two cents there. Great. Uh, for my sleeper of the week in the supports category, I am going with a pick that I was young and came to LA, was promised the stars, and, and I'm the grand optimist on this show, and, and I think it's going to stay that way. I'm with Boink. Uh, give, me, give me the NA boop god. Um, Outlaws are on a tear. 
and main supports normally don't score well, but I think he's going to be top of the list in terms of main supports. Um, Boink, let's get lots of points. That's all I got. Okay, Deathblow, I appreciate that hot take there. Yeah, I um, miss him so much. You uh, know, here's the deal. Deathblow makes a lot of... He, he was notorious for, for picking Boink last season, and sure. it never really worked out for him. No, so here's the hoping you have the same luck. And I kick your butt again. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to take tanks here. And uh, I picked a Boston player and still beat you. I don't know how that happened. Oh, oh yeah, you picked you picked Late Young, and he doesn't play every map. He doesn't play. You, <laughs> you know, I, I love late, me, me some Late Young, but if they're not playing him every map, I'm not playing him. Um, oh. I'm taking Gamsu here. Uh, Shanghai, uh, even though they're not playing Boston, or even though they're not playing Dallas this week, um, they are playing the Gladiators, and they are playing somebody else. They are playing the Valiant. They're playing both Los Angeles. And um, I, I venture to say that these are going to be some relatively close matches. Um, for some reason, Valiant tends to get some fantasy points, that, even though lately it hasn't been. So maybe the teams they play against are. Um, Gamsu also this week was in the top 10 in tanks. So I, I, it's, it's almost cheating, but to be real, Gamsu hasn't scored a lot of points period before that. So I'm going to take Gamsu here and, uh, on a, on a hope and a prayer, we're going to see how he does. Uh, those are very well made hopes and prayers. I honestly think this might be Shanghai's best week for points Mm -hmm. in this entire stage, but, um, my, I'm going to continue on with my death blow impression uh, beards and stuff. Uh, I'm choosing Fact Fiction as my tank. <laughs> um, he, uh, Valiant's on an up. They play Shanghai, which is way out of their league, but I think they have a chance to make it competitive. Um, and they also play Vancouver. Maybe he hits some shadows and gets some points. I don't know. This was a bad pick. I regret it. Anyways, let's move on to the DPS. Don't ever, re- don't ever regret your picks. Don't ever regret them until the next week when you know yeah, they stink. Yeah, I regret stink. two of them now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I regret Color Hex, but you know what? I can only regret him this week. I can't. couldn't have regret right. him last week on my pick. Why don't you take the DPS? Because you kicked my tail. Sure. Uh, Lord, I kicked your tail because I chose a Sombra pick. Um, Sombra's very good these last couple weeks. This week, I'm going to choose someone who plays the Zarya for a bad team. Um, let's go Paris Eternals, Donye. This guy yeah. gets points when he's not playing in the, in the GOATS setups. When they are playing DPS comps, he is scoring well. He is playing well in the Pharah. He's playing a Junkrat. Uh, and he's even the one who normally plays Bastion for them, I believe. So Donye is set up to do well when he's given the heroes to work with. And that's why he's my DPS sleeper this week. Okay, well, that's a valid pick. I'm going to pull my Deathblow impersonation here and pick Jake because the Jake rat is back. Uh, Or, you know, Jake playing some form of DPS and Houston being good. So, um, I I, I look, he's not my first pick. I probably would take Linkser first, but um, since a lot of people still have Linkser, which I'm not sure that... That would be wise at this point, but you know, hey, wherever your wherever your stats lie, look, I think Houston is revitalized. They're playing some close matches and they're gonna play to win every match. They got Paris and Florida, so it's got they've got some easier matchups this week. I venture to say they're gonna win both of them. Um, we're gonna see a, a little bit of a Houston revive. Cool. But Jake, 
playing every match and we did not see we didn't see a lot of uh it was cool matt right it was cool cool matt that was out um mm-hmm. and dante was in for him some when they were running the sombra mm-hmm. um so i you know i would love to pick their sombra but uh he's not in all the time so dante is a little daunting for me yeah i was just oh. gonna ask and so i looked it up uh yep terrible pun so i'm skipping over as fast as possible um dante in his combined stat is getting 133.76 is that right in the world of east okay 133.76 but he's missing maps so yeah i was, I was like to be fair we're missing maps in his best game which is their game against boston which they won in map five well, no, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, okay. it's obviously it's not only 81.73 points. That's not great. I would not pick up Dante. Anyway. Yeah, and, and I think the well. maps they, they had were the maps that Dante played. So, uh, you know, I'd be wary there, but, uh, you know, I think Houston is on the upswing, and I think picking Houston players this week is actually a good idea. I didn't do it because I actually want to beat you. So that's how it's right. going to go there. I mean, uh, look. It's been it's been a really really fun episode. We don't have any questions this week, um, but listeners, hit us up with questions. We have a mailbag um, option in the Discord, so uh, throw over your questions. We will tweet out next week um, asking for questions, so uh, yeah. new people can get there. Um, we have it, yeah, it's at discord.me/highnoonpodcast. Um, hit that up. Give us some questions. Follow us on Twitter. That is at HNP underscore foul play. Is that right? Look at that. You know what? If it's not, just search foul play and find the one that has the Overwatch logo because that's the only one. Um, It's got an Overwatch-ish logo. Uh, Follow me at asmith underscore OW and follow heebie-jeebie at... At Josh DeGeek on Twitter, and um, if you say my name four times into a mirror, I'll message you on Discord. Ooh, is that a promise? That's uh, a spooky lie. Anyway, okay, okay. that's all we have for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I've been Heebie Jeebie, that's been A Smith, uh, and we've been Foul Play. Uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Got his boots and he put on his hat. Same day, it's in his past, and he's not looking back. He says, Finding mine now guides my way. He's not good, but he sure ain't bad. He'll make amends for the sins that he has. He says, I'll change.